Good morning and welcome again. And, um, we've been, uh, throughout the past few weeks, we've been talking about different things going on in the world and uh, how they're a symptom of something bigger, which is a lack of God. How we keep the world and Satan keeps trying to suppress God and change God and drive us away from him where we should be flocking towards him. And it seems like the only time now that we hear God in a way is when people can use it in their favor. And uh, there's been a lot of that lately too. We're going to look at one example of that today. And um, that's why it's so important for us to be informed it's so important to know what the Word of God says. And let's stop there for a moment and have a word for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity today to get into your Word, Father. We ask you to open our hearts and minds to receive it and to take myself out of the way, Father, and just let your true message shine through. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. And um, so if we look back at the different generations, there's always been times when we think this is the end. This is end time started. This is when Jesus is coming back. And, and people have been waiting for Jesus to come back ever since he left. But the word tells us that only God and God himself alone knows when that time is going to be. And sometimes I think it's kind of foolish that when God tells us something like that, that we spend so much time trying to pinpoint... When it's going to happen, because God tells us that only he knows. And we can be influenced in ways that are, are not healthy. Even when we're using the word of God, if we're using it in a way that's not healthy, if it's not speaking truth and we're not using it in its manner, then it's just as good or just as bad as not using the word as are. And um, we've had a, a lot of things as time changes. We have different technologies that happen. And each generation sees um, different types of, of technologies. And we see things like, like microchips being used for different things. Where they can store lots of data, be used to open up locks and different things like that. And uh, we're seeing these things start to, uh, to take place. They've been using microchips in animals now for lots of years to be able to track their locations, to have the owner identification and stuff on there. And we're starting to see that move into uh, things like people. Well, a lot of times when we see something like this happen, well, that's the mark of the beast. That's the mark of the beast. We have this vaccinations that are coming out now for this coronavirus and we keep saying that this is the mark of the beast the mark of the beast and i'm not in support or anything of of vaccination that's not what it's about this is just simply the example for today is is that when we are using the word of god to drive a point whether it's for or against something when it's not truly what the Word of God says. And uh, we're going to 
get into Revelation a little bit. I know a lot of people really enjoy the, the book of Revelation, and I think it's a good study on your own. It's not something that I preach on a lot. And uh, I don't like it as a, a main course. I like it as a, a side dish. And I kind of take the, the lead on that from what God gives us examples of, of such things like heaven. He don't give us a whole lot of what heaven is because I think we can sometimes be too focused on things that are not really what we should be our main focus. We need to be concerned about of course, going to heaven, but we need to be more concerned about what we're doing right now, how we are sharing Jesus. That should be our main concern, not about our destination, but our journey. We need to be sharing Jesus. We need to be sharing his love. We need to be sharing his example. We need to be doing all we can right now to be the best example that we can be of what God's love is. We don't need to be worried about what happens next. We need to worry about what happens right now because this is what's important. These are the decisions. These are the choices we're making right now that later on that we are going to be either judged for or rewarded for. We can't just always be looking at what happens next, waiting for that, that next level. We can't just coast through this life waiting for the next one because we have such little time and it's precious time and we need to make the most of it. I want people to be informed. I want people to be able to see when something pops up in front of them, then they can say, no, that is not right. That is not what Jesus said. That is not what God says. That is not the way we should be living our lives. You know, whenever Jesus walked the earth, we, people had to go to him. They had to go. They had to walk. They had to gather where he was to be able to see him, to be able to hear him. And nowadays, we have information that just flows into us from every direction. And there's so much of it, and there's so much of it that is simply not true. And we have to filter it through the Word of God. They were showing, showing pictures, saying it was coming from the Pope, saying, if you do not take the virus, uh, the vaccination, you cannot get into heaven. That it's going to be a new way that you have to do these things. We know simply that is not true. The only way is to heaven is through Jesus, the Son of God. There's another lady that gets up there and she is anti-meat, pro-vegan. And she has all these different things. And she's making statements that you cannot get to heaven if you eat meat. We know this is not true. And I could keep going on with these different examples, but these are just things and they're just... They show up. They're in front of us. But this has been far most the biggest thing that we've been seeing lately is about the mark of the beast. So I want to look and see what God's word says about that on a few topics so we can be able to filter these things. So we can have some 
power because knowledge is power and be able to be able to look at something hear something and say no that is not right it really builds our relationship with god it builds a confidence because we know and we we can know we can stand up and we can be an example so let's start off with first thessalonians five and nine For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there's always been a big debate about whether we're going to have a rapture after the tribulation, during the tribulation, or before the tribulation. And this one verse, I think, makes it very clear. What is the tribulation? That is wrath. And it tells us in 5 and 9. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but obtained salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. So if we are not going to obtain wrath, we obtain salvation. And by salvation, we avoid wrath. So let's look a little bit further. Revelation 7, 1 and 8. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. For I saw another angel as a season to the east, having the seal of the living God. For he cried out in a loud voice to the four angels, to whom he given the hurt of the earth and sea, and saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants and our God in their foreheads. And I will herd the number of them which are sealed. And they were sealed a hundred and forty-four thousand for all the tribes of the children of Israel, and one tribe were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Reuben, and were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Glad, were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Asher, and were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Nephal, and sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Master, and were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Simeon, and sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Livion, and sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Ezekiel, and sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Zomar, and sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Japheth, were sealed 12,000 in the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. So, if we are needed to spread the word of God during this time, why are all these 144,000 people set aside? Because that is their job, not ours. Revelation 13 11 and 16. Well, let's just stop there for a minute. Um, so this big debate about whether we're going to go through the tribulation or not. We have evidence here in the word of God that says that God is going to take his bride. God does not take his bride to war. He keeps his bride safe, and we are the bride of Christ. 
And we have these other examples that I've given you here about how we are going to be not involved in this tribulation, this last effort to save souls before the final showdown. You know, and we have to look at our, our human nature. You know, we, uh, we a lot of times we, we watch things on TV and we think, wow, that'd be fun. I could do that. And uh, many times that when we actually try, you know, maybe a we home improvement or something like that, we, we try it and it doesn't quite work out as it does on TV because we don't have all that behind the scenes stuff going. You know, we don't have the, the experts that's really doing things. We don't have the time lapse. We don't have the, the skill sets and stuff that we see. And, but we think that we can. You know, you, you, you watch a, a, a fast movie and you think, well, I, yeah, I can drive like that. I can do these things. But really, we can't. You know, it just it seems like a good idea. We can't. And, and it's, the, it's the same thing with this. Our, our human thing are saying, well, you know, we want, to, we want to stand up. We want to battle for God. And, you know, this seems like a good thing for doing. You know, we want to be part of something. As a human, we always want to, to want to be part of something. We want to be part of a, a movement. We want to be special in some way. You know, we see that you know, we, we, it's, it's a way for us to, to, to do something. And, you know, we have opportunities to stand up for God each and every day. And we don't even do it in the littlest capacities. But this thing seems abstract and it seems far off and it seems something we, we have to be pushed into that we're going to do it. And we always seem to think that when the time comes, when we're, we're push comes to shove, that, and Peter was a prime example of that, you know, he says, no, God, I will never... I'll never deny you. Now, I will stand up for you. I will be there side by side to the bitter end until when the time came, then he denied Jesus. Not once, not twice, but three times. Even though he was so confident that he could stand strong, he failed. And you know, God knows this about each and every one of us. God loves us. God wants to protect us. God wants us to do what we can do now. We're not waiting up. We're not stocking up. We're not preparing for this, this final battle. We're, we're in the battle right now. If you want to battle right now, if you want to stand up, if you want to be special, if you want to do something for God, you have the opportunity right now to do so. We spend so much time looking for signs and looking for things, waiting for it. I know people that have closets stocked up for stuff, just waiting for the day because they think they're going to be there battling it out. Revelation 13, 11 and 16. And I behold another beast coming out of the earth, and it had two horns like a lamb, and spake like a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and caused the earth, which the devil therein, to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And do as make wonders, and he makes fire come down from the, earth, from the heaven of the earth to the side of men. And deceive them by dwelling on the earth by means of the miracles. He had the power to do so and say inside of the beast, saying to them to dwell on the earth and they should make an image to the beast which they had 
wounded by the sword, and they did live. And he had the power to give life to that image as of the beast, and of that image of the beast should both speak and cause as many that would not worship in the image of the beast shall be killed. And that he caused both the small and the great, the rich and the poor, the free and the bond to receive the mark on their right hand or their foreheads. And that no man may not buy nor sell, say that he have the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here in wisdom, let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for is the number of man, the number of six hundred, three score, and six. See, we talk about this mark, but we, see, we miss the part in front of it about we see this person, this thing that rises up and performs all these miracles and does all these things. And that's not happened. See, what we fail to see with God is there is no trick. God is very transparent in everything he tells us. It's the devil we have to worry about. He's the liar and deceiver. But God is transparent. And we're not going to have our salvation taken from us. God says that no one can pluck us from his hands. And we're all standing here today as claiming to be born again believers, covered by the blood of Jesus. We have salvation. So how can we be tricked into giving our salvation away? Something that has already been bought and paid for and sealed. We own it. It cannot be taken away. We're not going to be tricked. It is going to be clear that you know what this mark is. See, because Satan, he wants his power. By this point, he's tired of playing behind the scenes. He's going to show you who he is, and he is going to make you give him that obedience that he has always craved and wanted. The whole reason why he fell. Because he craves such a power that he's better. And he wants us to bow down to that. That is what it's all about. So we don't have to worry about these things that we we think could be it we're not going to be tricked it's going to be clear now i'm not saying to run out and go take a vaccination i'm not saying run out and have a a microchip put into your hand or or any of these other things that's been claimed to be this mark i'm just saying to be informed i'm saying don't let misdirection don't let fear be the things that make the decisions for you in life. Let the word of God make your decisions. We live in a very unique world. We have God. And we also have 
a lot of technology. We have a lot of science. And despite what a lot of people say, these things can all live in harmony together. Because it's not, if you do something of science, if you do something of technology, you're not turning your back on God. God is the one that instilled these ideas in the people. God is the one that provided all of the elements on this earth that we use to make the things that we do. Think about that for a moment. Everything that we use, all the raw resources that we use, God put here. We use things like gold. We, of course, it's got value, but it's also got great connectivity. We use it in electronics. We have things like our diamonds, which are, are highly valuable. They're nice to look at, but they're also a cutting tool. One of the hardest surfaces on earth. We have minerals that we can take out of the earth. We have iron. We have salt. We have all these things that we do. We have chemicals that we combine together. We have plants that are good for food, that are good for medicine. We have animals that God says that we can eat freely of, but also have been key in saving lives. We are doing things now where we're replacing human parts like heart valves with that of a pig. All these things would not be possible if God didn't put them there. And do you think that's all an accident? Do you think that it was man that was so smart that he could just take these things that just magically appeared from a big explosion that just happened to come to life and, and grow out of the water and grow out of the ground and be able to put it together to make medicine, to make vaccines, to be able to create all these great technological advancements, to be able to heal the body and restore them in ways that's never been done before. Look at the technology we have with amputee people, that they have lost a limb, but through technology and science are able to function almost to the capacity they did before. These things are not because of man. They are because of God. Because God knows everything that we are going to need. Do you think when you lie awake at night and you have that, that vision that comes into your head, that idea, that thought, is this just you dreaming it up? Or perhaps it's the Holy Spirit giving you a nudge. More than ever, we need the Word of God because there is so much stuff coming at us. And people, we live in dangerous times too because there is sin running rampant. 
We live in a time where God is not a top priority. Where they are ungodly men and women that are in charge. That are seeking their own self-power, their self-worth, their self-financial gain. And are willing to sacrifice any and everybody for to attain these goals. We have to stand up for God. We have to filter everything through God. Do not be deceived. And it's so easy. Because so we can turn on our TVs and we can listen to the news and they want us just to take everything at face value. But with God's face is not on the value, it has no value. When the day comes when they can quote from the Word of God and say, This is the reason why, then they have my attention. Until then, I'll use my filters. I'll use the Word of God. And we all should do the same. Bow with me, please. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to, to gather once again, Lord. We thank you for your Word, Father. We thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for everything that's in your word, Father. You've given us so much. We've given us instruction for life, Father, how to succeed, how to be prosperous, how to be healed. And Father, you've also given us a glimpse into the future, Father, what it holds for all of us, Father. You've given us a glimpse into what eternity is going to be like, Father. We thank you for that. We thank you for the opportunity to have all this at our fingertips, Father. And Father, I pray today, Father, that we can start using this to the best of our abilities, Father. That through you, through the Holy Spirit, Father, through that guidance, through prayer, that we'll surrender, Father. That we'll block out the world and the attacks of Satan, Father, and, and use your word to guide us. Father, I ask today if anyone has a need, anyone needs to come forward, anyone needs to have a change of heart, a change in the direction that the chains will be broken and the decisions will be made today. We ask this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.